Welcome back, Flash fanatics, to another episode of Back in the Flash. Uh, we're your hosts, Steve. And Meg. And this week, we're going to talk about the penultimate episode of the first season of The Flash, which was titled Rogue Heirs. Mm-hmm. And we had a whole bunch of guest stars this week. Yeah. Massive list. Like all of the rogues. All of them. <laughs> all of them, yes. All of, all of the guest stars. <laughs> right. Uh, no heat wave though right no he was left out we had captain cold and golden glider uh we had the mist we had rainbow raider we had peekaboo we had death bolt uh am i leaving anyone out there nope i think that was all weather wizard oh weather Wizard. oh yeah i forgot to mention weather wizard forget weather wizard yeah yeah uh lots of them so they were definitely using this penultimate episode to set up the rogues as the big bad for season two, it right. seems. And then we also had Firestorm and Oliver. Right. At the very end, yeah. just in the last few minutes of the episode, we had the big battle of the episode, yes. I guess. Well, that's way... Okay, wait. We're jumping way into the end. So yeah. let's go back to the beginning. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. To me, this really felt like it was... It, it was like you had an episode and then... The big battle at the end was kind of just tacked in there. It didn't feel like they were connected. Yeah. Hardly at all. Yeah. The battle was awesome. The battle was pretty it cool. It was really cool. Yeah. Uh, they did a really good job with that, I think. Um, yeah. In general, just with uh, Barry and, um, uh, you know, Harrison Wells, that's what yes. his name is. Uh, zipping around, running around and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That was really cool just to see them running through there and... I, um, you know how we were talking last week about how, uh, like, where is Harrison Wells? Like, where is this tunnel that he's at or right. whatever, you know? And, like, right. he clearly was in the basement. I don't know why we didn't think about that, yeah. you know? I, <laughs> I don't know how they didn't think to look there or that just or, went Or, again, ignored. with all of the cameras that are set up that Cisco has access to, like, how were they not alerted to the fact that there was somebody else in the building right i guess Um, it's wells building so he could set it up i mean there was a secret room that they didn't know about until just the other day so speaking of the secret room again why didn't they just go and ask gideon um some questions about like where where he's at or or where eddie's at or yeah at least try yeah like do you have any information for us you're from the future you've seen all of this cool and i'm in charge of you like barry says to her right can you give me a hint or let me know if you know of anybody in the vicinity that fits the something you know whatever at least to to see him attempt that because it was you know if they if they say that the computer doesn't know anything then that's that's fine, whatever. Sure. But it seems, yeah, it seems like a really obvious at yeah, least like they route to try this. really quickly. Exactly. They discovered this futurist, this computer that's from the future that has all this knowledge of the future and stuff like that. You would think that they would utilize that in, mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. But yeah. they just like discovered it and then like forgot about it. They're like, oh, that's right. that's not going to help us at all. We'll just right. like, do this the old fashioned way. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. you know. Whatever. But, uh,. But anyways, so Wells is working on his uh, on the particle accelerator. He's getting it right. back ready to go. Back online. Right. Presumably so that he can travel back to the future to go back to his time mm-hmm. uh, or his timeline, as the case may be. Right. I don't, we don't really know yet. Exactly. A lot of that, I expect, will be revealed in this next episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe there will still be a handful of 
questions left from this season finale as well. Right. You know, they've they've been renewed for a second season. It's coming. There's no uh, no question about that at this point. So they could certainly leave some questions unanswered uh, yeah. in the finale. Absolutely. But I hope at least for the majority of that arc, we get some nice closure to it and some answers as to what Wells is up to and where he's going and why he's doing things the way he's doing them. Right. Um, yeah, there's there's quite a lot to happen in this last episode. But in this episode, the the main plot was around Barry trying to protect the metahumans that they had imprisoned. And, and we got to hear them briefly address the the big disconcerting fact that they've been housing all of these criminals illegally <laughs> in the Star Labs facility. Right. You know, they didn't have any legal right to be doing that. Mhm. Um I mean, their intentions at least, you know, Barry's and Cisco's and Caitlin's or their their intentions of keeping them in the facility were all good. It was to keep them from doing harm and they knew that uh, traditional prisons wouldn't be able to hold them because of their well, abilities. I, I think initially they were hoping to contain them until they could rehabilitate them, but right. they just never found the time to actually attempt to rehabilitate them. It was always right. just on to the next metahuman that they have to like protect the city from or right. whatever. Right, right. Um, so I guess I can't really think of it as a prison in that sense, or more of as like a mental hospital or something, just like a well, I mean, a holding facility I, I for think, them. I think the goal of all prisons is eventual rehabilitation. I mean, is it really though? They're... That's that's what they want the I'm... case to be. Whether <laughs> okay. or not that actually happens, <laughs> sure. or whether that's a realistic goal, but right. that is the that's the idea behind any it, I mean, I think for maybe a portion of the population, sure, but there are people that they know are not sure. going to be re- rehabilitated and kept in prison sure. indefinitely until sure. they die or whatever. Um, hence life sentences and whatnot. Right. But, uh, again, these people never were really sentenced. They were never charged or anything, so they're held Right, never charged, unlawfully. never tried. Mm-hmm. They were just locked up. Yeah. Uh, Which... and, and, you know, if that is the case, that they were planning to rehabilitate them or work with them or get them to use their powers for positives. Uh, it sure didn't seem that that was a main focus of any of them because every time they put another criminal in there, it was very much a, like, wiping the hands clean right. and just, Bye. there you go, they're done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which which was nice in the moment. Like, it gave them the closure for each episode. But, right. But... Opening up that can of worms and actually addressing this as a moral question in the show uh, really makes the waters a bit murkier. Yes, there were a couple of moral dilemmas in the show with Barry asking Captain Cold for help. Um, which... Yeah, why did he even need Captain Cold's help? I um, that's a good question. Not because really because Captain the... Cold's sister has a CDL license. I think that was really the whole thing, right? Like, that, that was it. I mean, that wasn't the way it came up. That's not what what led to it. I know, but that was the culmination of the help Also, that is he that provided. really... Right. It, it was. And that just seems so silly. I know. That they that, 
really? You can't find someone else that isn't a criminal? Right. <laughs> Out of all of the people that he knows, you know, nobody or else Or just, could you know, break that somebody. law and drive <laughs> yeah. the truck without the license. And You're breaking the law by holding all of these criminals... Right. Anyways, that seems like a lot more severe law to be breaking. <laughs> right, yeah. Than driving a truck without a CDL license. For sure. Just no, I that out completely there. agree. I am on board with that. The, I mean, the I whole... thought it was really silly that he... I just didn't... I didn't... It was such a stretch for me to think that he would really go ask Captain Cold. Like, right. really? Really? Right. I mean, we've we've... The idea that Barry would have to work with Captain Cold could be interesting. Yes. But the reasoning for it wasn't nearly strong enough in this episode. Yes, I agree. Not even close. Uh, you know, because... it's, it's something they've done in the comics before, having Barry and Captain Cold work together on something. Uh, they've even had them, like, meet at that bar. The bar that they went to is, uh-huh. I believe, from the comics, and it's... Kind of a notable place uh-huh. for Captain Cold and the rogues to hang out. Wouldn't surprise me a whole lot if we see that bar more. Do you suppose um, Captain Cold just keeps that song on repeat on the jukebox? <laughs> Do you I noticed that too. So when There's I watched it, there's so many it, cold puns when I, when he comes yeah. on the screen. You just expect all of the cold puns. Yeah. When I when I watched the episode the other night, I was watching it with closed captions, and it, <laughs> it told me that the song. <laughs> The song playing was cold as ice. I don't think I would have noticed. It was pretty quiet in the background. Oh, really? I yeah. noticed for sure. Did you? Yeah. Hmm. I was like, this is so cheesy. Just because, like... <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, Every time Cold he's... puns. Go I know. for it. That's his thing. I. <laughs> that's cool. I'm waiting for Golden Glider to come up with a bunch of gold puns, too, or something. You know, because Heat Wave does a bunch of heat stuff, too. Right. You know, he's talking about, oh, it's getting hot in here, or whatever. Right. You know? So yeah, I don't know what Golden Gliders things. <laughs> I don't know. Are gonna be. Oh, but she got named this. This she episode. did. So yeah, actually... they, they hadn't actually officially given her a name before, but yeah, uh, she got the name. Speaking of, and Peekaboo did too, right? Um, they hadn't previously named her. I don't think that could be. And then when she burst out of the the cell, she was like Peekaboo. So I guess right. she kind of named herself. Wonder how Cisco Ooh. feels about that. <laughs> Yeah, Ooh. no, I guess so. Yeah. Um, when they were at the airport, they were at uh, Ferris Air, mm-hmm. right? They were trying to get the metahumans onto the airplane to fly them to Lian Yu. Right. Uh, just, you know, and letting, no, nobody... letting Oliver take care of all of the illegal harboring of, yes. uh, <laughs> harboring of criminals. Right. Uh, since his hands are already ridiculously dirty with all of the crimes that he's committed anyways. Uh-huh. Uh, I noticed how it was Lila that came through for them. Like, right. nobody else could make Everybody it happen. Everybody else has way too much on their plates <laughs> right. right now. But there's Lila uh, coming through. Right. There's Lila. Excellent. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, again, at the end, Oliver did manage to come through. Although I'm not sure how, with everything else that he's got going on, right. he had time for it. Hey guys, I gotta go check this other thing out. <laughs> right. I'll be right back. I don't know, but uh, that did lead to in the Arrow finale, we saw Barry returning the favor very briefly in that episode. Uh, he just popped in and busted people out of the prison in Nandaparbat. 
because he can do that. Right. Because he has super speed. Yeah. So, yeah. Gave, gave him a little pep talk. And yeah. Gave him a pep talk, told him to stick with Oliver, um, and that was that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so when they were at the, you started yes, saying when they were at the Ferris. when they were Ferris at Air. Ferris Air, which mm-hmm. again is our name drop of Ferris again. You again. know, we've had like a dozen of them between these two shows, mm-hmm. but in... In this episode specifically, they mentioned that Ferris Air had shut down, that it was no longer operational because a test pilot went went missing. Right. And mm-hmm. if you're familiar with the Green Lantern mythos at all, that's Hal Jordan's backstory. Right. Hal Jordan was a test pilot for Ferris Air, and uh, his plane crashed, and he was given a ring... Or, Let's see. Yeah, his plane was taken, and he was given a ring by Abensur and became a member of the Green Lantern Corps. Okay. Um, they, I see. I so yeah. feel like they've um, dropped a lot of hints in reference to Green Lantern. Yes. Over the course of the season. Yeah. Um, here in and there. both shows. Yeah, in both shows, they just kind of sprinkle them in there every once right. in a while. So I'm curious if they're ever if it's if we're ever going to see a Green Lantern on right. the TV screen or right. what. Well, it's, I mean, everything that I've heard recently has been that the Green Lantern in the DC movie universe, mm-hmm. the Scott, uh, Zack Snyder movies and whatnot, is going to be Jon Stewart, probably. Uh, nothing's confirmed there yet at all, so I don't know. Uh, but it seems like they're going to go the Jon Stewart route, uh, which means... For that, the movie. For the movie. Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Right, for the movie. Uh, which means that... Hal Jordan might be a character that they could use on the TV show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, which I'd be really interested to see. I think that would it, be kind of fun. It to, would be really cool. It would add a new dynamic. I I would totally be on board with a Green Lantern TV show yes. in, in this vein, you know, along the lines of The Flash and yeah. the way they're operating that is excellent. I'm all for... A Green Lantern one, and it, you know we've we've talked a little bit about it on the podcast before that it's another piece. It, it's a different direction. You know, yeah. you've got Arrow's doing the vigilante justice, and Flash is doing the superheroics in uh, Central City, mm-hmm. and a Green Lantern show would be bring bringing the space element yes. into the mix, which would be so cool. It would be really awesome. Uh, but there's all sorts of budgetary things that make it really difficult. So yeah. I'm sure they're just trying to figure out what all they need to right. What's get possible? Lined up How to can make they make it, it happen? Mm-hmm. Right, for sure. Oh, uh, speaking of rings. Well, I mean, Green Lantern ring. Okay, okay. So speaking of rings, uh, what did you think of Harrison Wells' little oh, outfit yeah. popping out of his ring that's or whatever? Right. I thought that was so cool. It actually. was really cool. It was really cool, and that's straight from the comic books. Yeah, you was told me that we, before. The we've like, talked he... about it, like when he he used the ring to open up the chamber in the Braille room. Uh huh. And you know, we we talked at that time about how like it might be a little bit goofy to have the ring pop or the costume pop out of the ring. Yeah, but they totally did it. Yeah, they nailed and it, was it too. Really cool. <laughs> they did such a good job. Yeah, totally. I mean, it all just happened so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, but they clearly showed it. You saw the yes the costume pop out. I've seen and, a few gifs online where it's uh, um just that 
piece like kind of slowed down so you actually see the costume coming out of right. the ring or whatever and they really did a really excellent job yeah. of getting it's that cool. right mm-hmm. i'm i'm honestly i'm kind of wondering if we don't see barry get that tech from wells oh if yeah he, you know they've got him captured at this point they had their confrontation and mm-hmm. uh ollie managed to take down wells with his Trank arrows, more Some or less. nanotech from right, the Adam, from I think. Palmer, mm-hmm. which was cool. You know, yeah. Get them all Even though he wasn't it. there, he still right. helped. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so they got, they got uh, Wells contained, and he's now in one of the uh, particle accelerator chambers that they've been keeping their criminals in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it could be that Barry gets the ring technology whatever is involved there from wells and we can see some more of that next season i think that'd be really cool yes i'd be all for that especially if it's a new slightly brighter costume yes. with, with, with the, the white the, emblem, the white emblem. <laughs> yeah. yeah it'd be cool that would be really cool i like that a lot so now that all the rogues are free I guess they have to start back over from square one to try to capture all of them again, right? So season two. I guess. Again, with Weather Wizard and all of the other (laughs) rugs. Let's just start from the top. Let's just replay season (laughs) one. No, I mean, the the difference, they'll probably be working together, right? Yeah. That's the, like, obvious difference between season one and season two, I would say, is that it'll be a lot more of all of the rogues working together mm-hmm. in season two, which is what they generally do in the comics. You know, they kind of use this season to introduce them all individually as their own characters. Mm-hmm. And I very much expect that season two will be here. They all are operating as a collective unit. So, um, laser eyes, what was his name again? Deathbolt. Deathbolt. He's uh-huh. dead. Cause he got, he got ah, iced in the face. That's right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Captain Cold killed him, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so we'll see the Mist and Weather Wizard and our uh, Roy G. Biv. Yep. And Rainbow Raider and Peekaboo. Peekaboo. Oh, well, mm-hmm. I don't know, though, because she really didn't stick around for that fight. She was like, hey, I'm free. Bye. Because that's what <laughs> that's I would have right. done, actually. I would have been like, oh, I'm out of yeah. here. Flat, like, blink out of whatever, you know. I, she I bet we see her again, though. I bet we do. I don't know, though, because it kind of seemed like she didn't really want to be a criminal to begin with, that she was just trying to get her boyfriend out, and then she wanted to run away and leave all of the criminal stuff behind, and he was like, no, just one more, one last thing, or whatever, let's just go heist this bank one more time, or whatever, you know, whatever. Um, So I don't know, if we do see her, I don't know if she's going to be villainous, or if perhaps she'll just be like, yo, I'm out of the game, I don't really want to be involved in all that. Right. Maybe they can persuade her to, hey, come help us out on this side then. Right. Or she might just maybe. be a neutral that maybe goes back and forth. I don't know. But maybe. She really didn't stick around, so I don't know how into the rogues gallery she's going to be. Right. Right. Or maybe like in the comics, you know, I think when her original episode aired, we talked a little bit about it. in the comics, she had no intention of being evil when she got her powers, but she was labeled a metahuman by mm. the flash and treated as a criminal uh and that pushed her into that right uh i think she was like trying to save a dying family member or something and right right yeah could go uh, that way too was kind of shoehorned into the role of a villain 
Uh, Which she's sort of than... there now. I, th- I mean, because more or less, I think yeah. they sort of lump her in with everybody else right now, anyway. But <laughs> I don't know if she's not going to be if she's not going to do anything really now that she's free. If <laughs> maybe she just disappears for a while or whatever, and nothing really goes down, then I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's that's the stuff that we had in this episode. Let's talk for just a couple minutes about a couple big things that happened. In the past 24 hours, uh, we had trailers for two new series that are going to be starting up this next season. Uh, Supergirl on CBS mm. and... Which I did not see that trailer. Oh. I have not watched that one yet. Well, that's all right. Uh, but it's starting up this fall on CBS. You should probably check out the trailer. Cool. Was it's it pretty good? cool. Was it? Lots of superheroics. Lots of office drama stuff that felt a little bit antiquated and silly hmm. but uh but the superheroics looked awesome um it should be a fun show hopefully they can kind of find their footing with it and cool have it be awesome i'm excited to try it out at least yeah yeah definitely uh and then the other one is directly within the arrow and flash universe yeah. and it's dc's legends of tomorrow which we've talked about a little bit yeah uh and that trailer was just released this morning, mm-hmm. uh, this is the 14th that we're recording, it <laughs> yes. was released this morning, um, and it features a whole bunch of different people that we've already seen on Arrow and the Flash, and a couple new people, mm-hmm. uh, and in the promo video that they released, we also saw that Arrow and the Flash are involved, at least in the pilot episode of right. it, uh, and this is a show that, that is going to be on the CW, and it's going to be done uh, during the mid-season hiatus, I believe. Sweet. Uh, that way we have something. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're doing a 13-episode first season. Cool. And uh, I think Mark Guggenheim said that the intent is for it to be uh, for it to be treated like a mega movie, where it's just a continuing story throughout all 13 episodes. Nice. Uh, yeah. That'd be really, really cool. cool. Rather yeah. than rather than this, like it's been a week since the last episode mentality of right. Arrow and the Flash. Yeah. Uh, or you know this, some arbitrary one... amount of time. Right. It's just gonna pick up directly where the previous episode left off. How cool! From the sounds of it. Uh, That'll be really interesting. Yeah. To see that fluid timeline there. Yeah. And so Sarah's back from the dead. Sarah's back. She's White Canary rather than Black Canary. Uh-huh. Who's a character from the comics, but don't ask me anymore because I really don't know any more about White Canary. Cool. Okay. But I was going to ask you if that was a comic book character, so It is it is a comic book character. I've right seen on. pictures from of her from the comics, but that's about it. Uh she's going to be back. We've got uh Arthur Darville who a, a lot of you might know from playing Rory in Doctor Who, mm-hmm. Rory the Roman, uh, Amelia Pond's boyfriend, yeah. or eventually husband. Yes. Um, he was a time traveler's assistant, and yeah. now he is the time traveler? He is the time master, <laughs> apparently. Cool. Uh, yeah. And um, so he's going to be in there, and Martin Stein is going to be in there, Firestorm. Uh, and in the trailer, we saw that they've got Firestorm, the hero character in the show as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, 
Robbie Amell isn't listed in the cast at this point. So it could be that that's uh, a new Firestorm character that they're introducing, or it could be that they're just doing it with CGI. Um, They could just be figuring out his contract still, too. That could be as well. Just ironing out the details Uh, before they... Yeah, it's possible. You know. Uh, Or maybe they'll just have him guest star in it rather than be in all 13 episodes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just find it hard to believe that... Because we've just been introduced to Firestorm. I just... I find it hard to believe that they would introduce Firestorm as a different person. Right. Immediately. Like, right right away. I mean, maybe down the line. Sure, they can do whatever. Yeah. Replace him or get somebody else. But... Yeah. Just so soon, having it switch that character. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't like the second episode of Firestorm new character, then it's just a little bit disjointed there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, But then we're Uh, also going to have Hot Girl. Hot Girl, for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which I can't remember the actress's name for that. Uh, Who plays Hot Girl? Um, And then also uh, the Adam, Roy Palmer. Yep, yep. Um, and Heatwave and Captain Cold are both going to be in there that we've yeah. seen from the Flash. Working with the rest of those guys, which yeah. totally surprised me. Yeah. And I guess also surprised Captain Cold because he was like, I don't think that I'm going to be a hero or whatever, you know. Right. Like, I don't oh. see any any way in yeah. which I'd be a hero. Right. Uh, and Which well, is true because I don't really He's not. Know. Yeah. Uh, but they said that he's a legend instead. Um, so much more epic. <laughs> one might even say legendary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but, so the the connection between all four of these shows is the executive producer team. Uh, Andrew Kreisberg, Greg Berlanti, Mark Guggenheim are producing, I believe, all four of these shows. All four shows. So even yeah. uh, Supergirl. Supergirl. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and I guess when they set up Supergirl, when they developed that show, somewhere in the contract that Greg Berlanti uh, signed with that is the ability for that show to cross over with Arrow and the Flash. Really? If, if they decide that's something they want to do. Wow, that'll be really cool to see, too. To have if, right. if Supergirl if were it to... happens. Yeah. I think that that one, it's very much a show where they want to make sure they can do everything right and have it stand on its own first, and then they may connect it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I don't think it'll be as tightly integrated as Arrow and the Flash have been this season with guest stars crossing over all the time and uh, big team-up episodes and spin-off shows that are pulling (laughs) characters from both both of the predecessor shows. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's just lots, lots and lots of stuff happening in the DC television universe. I know, pretty and soon it's all going to be, like, every show is just going to be they really, They really ought to just do a DC television network. Dang. Right? That would be so legit. That'd I would only have cool. to watch one channel. <laughs> right. Just have a network that's specifically <laughs> DC television. Uh, no, it would be really cool. Um and it, it really is kind of getting to that point where that's not an especially ridiculous idea yeah. to just say that's really not there that are enough DC television shows mm-hmm. they could just run a network with it. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> that's really not that far-fetched. That's pretty... I, I yeah. like that idea. And that would make my life a lot easier. Because <laughs> then I would only have to tune into one place. <laughs> and I would love it. Yep, yep, yep. Every night, a different show or whatever. That would be yeah. amazing. Yeah. Supergirl's going head-to-head with Gotham on Monday nights. Ooh. For whatever reason. Uh-oh. They decided to put them both in the ta- same time slot. Gotham on Fox and Supergirl on CBS. Hmm. So... We're going to have to see how that plays out. Yeah. Have you yeah. watched Gotham at all? I've, I've just watched the first couple episodes. Can't say it was really my cup of tea, but I've heard it got a lot better. You've you've told me yes. that it's gotten a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just haven't gotten a chance to get back into it. Well, you should, because uh, it's good. And apparently, so NBC decided not to renew Constantine. Uh, but apparently CW's in talks to potentially uh, I actually feel like that is a better network. fit anyway. Um, yeah. After watching that show, I, yeah. it definitely seems uh, to align with the other CW shows mm-hmm. more than any other station on TV. I kind of thought it was misplaced a little bit there. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not exactly the tar- their target demographic, you know, that they're right. pulling from that audience. CW right. really is. Right. So it, well, I, and CW's got some experience doing yeah. supernatural type shows. Oh, so much experience doing supernatural type and shows. whole seasons of experience <laughs> doing right. supernatural. Oh, that show is so uh, good too. Have you watched it all this season? No. Oh my gosh. No, Amazing. I haven't. I won't. Um, I won't even start to get into that because <laughs> that is a whole episode in and of itself. Yeah. See, I think at this point, you know, if they if they bring constantine under the cw banner supernatural you know it's it's had a really long run it's time for supernatural could be done and then jensen ackles can go be green lantern oh my gosh that would be my (laughs) dream come true how did i never think of this before let's we need to start putting that out into the universe hello let's do that it's it's pretty much on a it's on a lot of people's fan cast oh my gosh that would be amazing Really, yeah. at this point, because they're the way the CW is sort of driving all of their shows and everything, really all they need to do is just put a D in front of it. So it would just be DCW. And then that's it. Done. That's all they have to do. DCW. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Problem solved. All yeah. encompassing. It would yeah. be amazing. <laughs> I'm a fan. It would be pretty good. Uh, anyways, next week... Uh, we've got the season finale of The Flash, which mm-hmm. is not titled Flash vs. Reverse Flash, as I had previously thought. Uh, it's called Fast Enough. Oh. As in, is this fast enough? Because <laughs> he's The Flash. Yes, because he's been um, having issues with his speed this whole Not issues, but he's just never been he's quite been developing fast it. enough. Right. Right. Uh, and it's... It's going to be the final confrontation, final showdown between Flash and Reverse Flash. Well, for this season. Right, for this season. I doubt We actually know that Reverse Flash is involved with uh, the Legends of Tomorrow show. He was in the trailer very Mm -hmm. briefly. Uh, They showed him in in a time pod, it looked like, of sorts. A time pod. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Is that the uh, scientific term? I th- I think they call it a time sphere in the comics. Oh, really? Yeah. Fantastic. I think so. Uh, that's what I was reading online. That's what it sounded like. 
Um, I'm excited for yeah. Legends of Tomorrow with the time travel, uh, that right. element being added in there. Well, it's I mean, that's the crux of the show is time travel. Right. The, the villain they've announced is uh, Vandal Savage, who is a, a immortal time traveler. Um, mm. Have you read anything about him? Can you tell me anything about him past the fact that he's an immortal time traveler? Uh, the, the big thing is that he is an immortal and he's lived centuries, uh, maybe even thousands of years. Mm-hmm. And in every incarnation I've seen of him, he, he has a very vast, uh, vast knowledge that he's acquired from living through all of these different centuries. And he, he's learned from the mistakes of the historical past. Uh-huh. So uh, he doesn't to... necessarily have any powers other than he's immortal. I don't know if that, I mean, I know that's a power, but I don't really, uh, I, don't, I don't think I don't of believe, that as like a power. I don't believe so. Right. Okay. It's not like super strength or right. something like that. I don't believe so. Uh, I, I think that he doesn't have any powers other than being immortal. Uh, Which but, is But he's used his, enough. he's used his immortality in tremendous ways from the sounds of it. Cool. Yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah. Uh, Not only because it's going to be something that I can watch while the Flash is on hiatus, but also because the storyline sounds badass. Yeah, definitely. And Arthur Darville as a time traveler just is really exciting. Yeah. It's cool. It's kind of perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fun. Uh, Anyway, Flash finale next week, Mm -hmm. 8, 7 central on the CW. Uh We'll be doing a podcast for that, and then we'll do a, a season one wrap-up podcast, and then we'll probably go on break after that for a while as well, since there aren't going to be new episodes of The Flash to discuss. Um, but we may do an update here and there. Uh, anyways, in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter at Flash Fanatics. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash Flash Fanatics. You can find all of our podcast episodes, including uh, interviews that we've done with people from the show, interviews with comic creators, as well as recaps of every season one episode uh, on backinaflashfanatics.com. And with that, we will be back in a flash. (laughs) 